as God intended. Let's go. Looking for Healing Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. And I want to say thank you so much for listening. And I appreciate y'all so, so much. Uh, as you know by now, I'm Dr. H. And make sure to listen in with me and all of my healing homies, Nicola Burnett, Dr. Jana Schmidt, and Dr. Brian Artis Monday, uh, every Monday through Friday, I should say, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, right here on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network and via recorded podcast at AmericaOutloud.com. On the iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora networks, just go ahead and download the America Out Loud phone app for Apple, Android, or Alexa and listen in at your leisure. Now, you might be hearing that the sound of this recording is just a little bit different. I am in a remote location. I'm out in the woods, y'all, washing my spirit clean. Um, so I hope you can bear with me on this. If it sounds a little weird, I hope it doesn't, but I'm just a little cautious of that because I'm in a place where I don't usually record, but I got to tell you, it is every bit of God's grandeur that you might imagine it to be trees all around, wonderful sunshine coming in, water everywhere, and just beauty to behold. It makes you feel good about being alive. You know what I mean? Remember also, everybody, Looking for Healing Radio is sponsored by GlobalHealing.com, simply the finest, most potent, most effective natural medicines in the world today. Feel the difference, integrity, and love for medicine making can make for you. Go to GlobalHealing.com and enter promo code out loud to discover the medicine God intended for us all. Get incredible deals and find Global Healing and all the wonderful America Out Loud sponsors at AmericaOutloud.shop. So healers, we've got a great show for you today. I want to talk about the magic of words and all of the wonderful energy in them and how you can easily find out if the words that you're using are helping you bring health into your life, bring happiness into your life, or in fact, are bringing disease into your life and you didn't even realize it. You want to talk about some crazy stuff, right? Well, we're going to talk about these words. We're going to talk about everything that's going on you know, and all these things we've been using subconsciously in the next segments and what their impact is, because their impact is on your nervous system. And we're going to start talking just a little bit about that, because I think what I want to do is set you up to talk about the autonomic nervous system next week in a much longer show. Let's see if I can string some things together here for us uh, over the next few weeks as we sit and learn together and hopefully laugh a little bit in the process. But what I want to talk about before we get into that and in this segment is something that's really not a laughing matter and something we have to start taking very, very serious. Uh, we just, at the day of this recording, we just got word that LeBron Saint, uh, James's son, uh, Bronny James, um, was diagnosed with a, um, a myocardial infarct, a heart attack. And what is so crazy, and forgive me the background, any background noise, again, I'm in a space that I'm not usually in, uh, but what's so crazy about this is what we do about it, right? When DeMar Hamlin, the, the Buffalo, remember the, the Buffalo Bills football player um, who just 
they tried to call it Comet Accordus, that he just passed out on national TV and everybody, like the world kind of stopped in that moment, like, because we're not supposed to see young men at the peak of their physical athletic prowess collapsing, dropping dead, passing out and needing emergent care in front of everyone who's come to celebrate all of the great work that they have put into their body, honing their skills so that they can compete at the highest levels. That's not supposed to happen. It has never happened until these damn shots were introduced. It never happened like that. Yeah, you'd have some things. Corey Stringer from the Minnesota Vikings comes to mind where he was just severely dehydrated. It was not for anything other than severe dehydration and, and how we practice changed because of it. Uh, Hank Gathers from Loyola Marymount University when I was way back when in high school and he you know, died uh, on the court and it was what was going on. Well, he had a, he had a heart defect and it wasn't, um, it wasn't known at the time. And so what did that do? It changed. Now athletes had to go through additional screening if they were going to perform at these highest levels in college and in the professional ranks. So there was something that came of it that was positive, even though it was a tragedy, right? And I want to say right now, straight up, everybody, I am literally praying for LeBron James, his wonderful wife. That's their baby, right? That's their child. And one of the things that really bothered me about, and I'm praying specifically for his recovery, that God surround him in the protection of his warm and healing embrace. See, all the money in the world, all the acclaim, all the fame don't mean nothing when your child is where Bronny is right now. That don't mean nothing. One of the problems I really had with this movement is that when DeMar Hamlin passed out, when he was overcome because of the cardiovascular demand that it is to play athletics at the highest level and the spike glycoprotein accumulation in the body taking over his system. Yes, I know what was going on. We all know what was going on and we know what likely is going on in this situation too. But when that went down, one of the things that I had the biggest problem with was there were so many in this health freedom movement that zoomed right past the fact that that's a father that just passed out, zoomed right past the fact that that's someone's son, that's a mother and a father's son that just passed out, zoomed right past that into the, see, we're right, these shots suck. Folks, that is the worst kept secret in the world that these shots suck. Not only do they not stop a damn thing, they also injure and kill. Yes, this is the worst kept secret in the world. We know this. But let's show our humanity. Let's show ourselves to be the beings of light that God gave us existence to be.
show the same mercy and the same compassion that God shows to us. And when we say we're going to pray for someone like Bronnie, we actually do it. That when we say there is going to be a time and a place to have that conversation, how could this happen to a young man like this who had been healthy all the way before he got a shot? I don't know if he got a shot or not. We make that assumption, right? How about before we start speculating and making these grandiose assumptions? How about we stop for a second and remember that someone's child? That's a young man who is about to take another step forward and go to college. Yeah, it might only have been for a year or two because he's that good to be a professional playing a sport that he loves. What's wrong with that? That maybe instead of looking at this as an aha moment, a gotcha moment, a see, I told you so moment, and all of that low level energy bullshit that we see going on in the world, that we stop for a second and say, hold on, I'm a being of light. I'm a being of light and I love God. What would God do now? What would God hope I do now? Would God want me to try to hit somebody over the head on Twitter with I was right? See, I told you these shots suck. Folks, if you don't know that by now, there is nothing anybody's going to be able to tell you to help. The people who don't realize these shots are horrific they aren't ever going to figure it out if they haven't figured it out by now. There isn't another famous person passing out, having a heart attack, dying. That's going to change their mind. So there's no point in being right here. What's more important is being a being of light. It's more important to be light than it is to be right when these situations come up. So I didn't like how the whole DeMar Hamlin thing was. And I didn't really get on top of that and start and speak my mind on it until we were two weeks into it. You know, I maybe have had said a couple of things, but I just, I didn't like it. We cannot surrender our humanity to being right. If you're right, you don't need that validation and you don't want that validation, especially from a child dying or a child having a heart attack. That's a terrible way to get validation of being right. Do you know how much I would love to be wrong about everything I talk about? Do you know how much I would love to be wrong about all the research? Do you know how much I would love to be wrong about this being an operation, paperclip, continuation of Nazi bullshit? Do you know how much I would like to be wrong about there being pedophile, pedophiles who are have a lot of money running amok on this planet? Do you know how much I would like to be wrong about these shots being injurious? Do you want to know how much I would like to be wrong about all of this? Well, I would. 
I would love to be wrong because being right on this topic sucks. Because being right on this topic means that millions of people are going to die. Let that sink in for a minute. I'm not here to chastise you. I was at an event this past weekend with Ernest Ramirez, who is, I love that. That's, you want to talk about courage. That's courage. That's being a being of light. I couldn't imagine losing my son, my pride and my joy, my reason for existence here. And then fighting on with the courage and dedication that that man does every single day. I couldn't imagine being Bree Dressen or Dr. Joel Walscog, React 19 folks. I couldn't imagine being Stephanie or Pat DeGary and watching what Maddie is going through or being Maddie for that, for that matter. What Nikki is going through. What so many people that were at this conference are going through and just all they're asking for what they're really asking for, because people are like, well, they're asking for funding. Yeah, that's because their government abandoned them. They need help. They're going broke trying to save their own lives and save each other's lives. Yes. I just get a little heated even thinking about it. To get lied to by your government and then have them tell you to kick rocks when you need it, when you need help. It's ridiculous to me. But I want to get back to what are they really asking for? They're not asking for your sympathy. You think they don't know they made a mistake? They know it better than you could ever realize it. What they're asking for is for people to care. Because that could be you. That could be someone you love in the future. They're asking for you to care about them. You don't think they don't already know that in the severe situations, it might be a toss of a coin right now, whether they live or whether they die. You don't think they know the implications of what it might mean to the people they leave behind, especially the ones that are parents. You don't think they don't live with that that thought and that fear or a parent losing their child every day because the situation could go south in a heartbeat? Or if it doesn't, what does that mean for that permanent injury if it's indeed permanent? They're asking for you to express yourself as a being of light and care about them. That's all. And that's all I'm asking you to do right now is to be a being of light and care about them. When people need help, we help them. That is God's way, period. What I'm asking you to do is to be a being of light. This ain't about being right. Be a being of light. 
and send some love to that young man. Yeah, he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Yeah, after his daddy wasn't. Yeah, he has advantages and access to things we never, so what? They are meaningless. They're trinkets, all of it. What's real is love. Something that you do possess, something you do have the capability of growing and cultivating, something that is amazing and that makes life worth living. You have all of that. You have everything you need right now. There's no reason for jealousy or envy. There's no reason to try to stand over a child while he's in a hospital bed, suffering from a heart attack that should have never happened and look around the room and tell everyone I was right. See, we ain't doing that here, y'all. There'll be a time and a place to have that conversation of what happened. It'll be after that young man recovers if he's so fortunate to receive God's blessing to do so. So let's make sure we pause and show respect and show even more than respect, we show love because that's our most powerful asset we have and something our enemy does not possess. All right, folks, we're going to be back with more Looking for Healing Radio right after these messages. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flu, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. It was Henry Wadsworth Longfellow that said, Lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing. Leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. All right, healers, welcome back. Looking for Healing Radio is also sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing students just like you. The best way to be free is to be healthy, so learn how at energetichealthinstitute.org. Holistic nutrition, fasting, detoxification, art of cellular healing, and so much more. Folks, we are updating art of cellular healing this week. Finally, oh my goodness, I've actually left my office and come to a remote location just to focus on uploading and getting everything ready for art of cellular healing. So come August 1st, 
our certification program and and our do-it-yourself program is completely updated and ready to go with all the latest and greatest that we have to share with everyone. All right. It's right there for you. And if you've already paid for like the do-it-yourself, don't worry about it. You don't have to pay again. See, that's doing things the right way. That's being a being of light. So check us out, energetichealthinstitute.org. You will be very, very happy that you did. Okay. Well, man, I got to tell you folks, uh, this past weekend, so we, uh, me and my son, we drove out to um, Houston, just north of Houston. We got to go to, uh, was it uh, Conroe? I think Conroe, Texas, where React 19, Ernest Ramirez and, and Reed Dressen and Dr. W- uh, Joel Walscott were all putting together this really great event. I got to tell you, it was so much fun. You know, I mean, it's just so much fun being around people. You know what I mean? And just, it's different than just, you know, the, of course it's different than being on screens. The screens gives you, can get, can be functional but it doesn't give you all of the feeling, you know, like at EHI, we figured out how to create feeling even through the screens, but it still doesn't come close to being able to hug somebody. Right. Um, just had a great, great weekend. Got to, uh, got to meet Brooke Jackson in person and her wonderful husband, great people got to, uh, meet Dr. Jancy, uh, as well. She's fantastic. And her husband and her two beautiful daughters, right. Just, just great, great people. Um, you know, got to uh, got to see Dr. Witcher again. Cool, cool dude. Uh, finally got to meet Dr. Ryan Cole in person. You know, really cool dude. He gave such a great speech, just really gentle and beautiful. Just you can tell when God's moving through people and it was definitely moving through him. Um, got to meet Dr. Richard Urso, you know, um, just gentle soul, another just soft spoken, kind dude, you know. Uh, got to hang out with my boy, Tom Renz. Make sure you check out his show on America Out Loud, his weekly show. That is my brother right there. I love him so much. Got to meet this really cool dude. And we're going to be bringing a bunch of folks on. I'm going to start bringing um, on Energetic Health Radio and Looking for Healing Radio. We're going to be bringing on a bunch of special guests for interviews. Because um, I, I met uh, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Pete this uh, this weekend. And, woo, man, I have... I, 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 I was laughing with my team, right? Because I was like, we all went out to dinner. Me and and Tom and 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 Pete went out to dinner, and um, you know, we're out hanging out and stuff like that. And you know, and, and it, he's telling us these incredible stories of valor on the battlefield, and it was just like, man, I am so grateful to have a dude like that on the wall. You know what I'm talking about from the. Uh, was it a few good men? You know, you want me on that wall. You need me on the wall. Yeah, we want that dude on that wall and we need that dude on that wall. And a lot of dudes like him, right? Like there's a reason we need some testosterone. There's a reason we need some masculinity. There's a reason that we need people that aren't afraid to pull the trigger and say, I on tonight, you will not get hurt. You know, we need those type of people. And I just, I love it, man. It was instant, right? And so I was laughing with my 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 team at, at, at school, uh, I was laughing with my team at the school. I was like, you know, what's crazy. They were like, what? I was like, I don't think I've ever felt safer than sitting at that table with Tom Renz, who's just a specimen. He's just a, a mountain of a man and, and Lieutenant Colonel Pete, 
<laughs> at the table. I was like, there is nothing bad that's going to happen at this table. This is the safest table probably in America uh, tonight. So it was just a lot of fun. Uh, got to meet uh, Dr. Stella Emanuel. She is so much fun. I love her so much. Just, just good people, you know, all over the place doing, doing the right thing, you know, being beings of light. You know, so it was really, really great. And there's and then the people in the audience were just fantastic. The questions were great. There's just so much love around. Um, and uh, it was just it was it was fantastic. And the reason I'm saying that to you all is because there's an energy that's around us at all times. And sometimes it's negative. Right. And sometimes we're the ones that brew that negative energy and it comes in our words. You know. Um, I've been really adamant about this conference that we're putting on Dr. Brian Artis, uh, Dr. Ed Group, Dr. Janice Schmidt, myself, you know, um, they've, they've done such a beautiful job. They've trusted me and, and our folks at the Energetic Health Institute to be leaders, you know, um, as executive producers, they've been doing just their teams have been doing fantastic collaborating and interlocking with our teams and just making sure things are working for you so that we can put on this high quality, the highest quality conference ever that we can put this on for you so that when you come to Dallas, September 8th and 9th, Healing for the Ages, when you're online with us, September 8th and 9th for Healing for the Ages, that you are getting what you need that you're getting what you want, yes, but you're getting what you need, that we're treating you like the very important person you are. We're showing you that love and that compassion so we can get down to the nitty gritty of the education that we wanna provide. We're not just sharing information, baby. We're sharing education, things that you can do. I'm so excited about this conference. It's taking such great shape. Go to healingfortheages.com, folks. It's taking such great shape. And you know what shape it's taking right now? It's taking the shape of a conference like no other. Because at this conference, not only is it going to be two days of education, not only are there going to be workbooks and things for you so that you can really learn this information instead of just getting excited, having heard a whole bunch of stuff and then going home and going, okay, now what do I do? We're going to give you a 14-day plan, a 14-day plan when you leave the conference. And we're going to do something that I've never heard of at any conference. All right. And this is for everybody that registers. We're going to set up a 21-day, a 20, a 21-day after the conference check-in, what we're calling a follow-up, follow-up visit so that we can answer questions from you that attended the conference. We can make sure that you're using what you learn and really building that lifestyle because there's all this stuff out there. There's all this noise and it seems like a tidal wave and it's overwhelming sometimes. You don't know who to trust and what should you do? And is this right for me? And is this not right for me? And all this stuff, right? Because natural medicine isn't that easy. It's beautiful, but it's not so easy that you can just pick it up without knowing what you're picking up. And so at this conference, what are you going to get? You are going to get that direction, that guidance. And where does it come from? People with experience who actually care because those people are being beings of light. That's what we are. We are beings of light. That means it ain't about the imaginary numbers that we call dollars. That means it ain't about being right. It's about being light. That means it ain't about filling our own ego and look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm so great. Shower me in your adulation. 
right? Get out of here with that. It's about you. It's about us saying, hey, we figured some things out that really, really work, not just for ourselves, but the people we've been working with for 25 years. And we want you to have those things too. We want you honestly in our hearts, not to need us because that's what the best doctors do. That's how the best doctors think. My job is to become obsolete in your life, not for you to need me every moment and worship me as if I were a God. There is only one God, and I'm pretty sure he don't dress as shabbily as I do, if you know what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure he don't have as big a shiny forehead as I got, if you know what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure he don't make the regular mistakes that I make, if you know what I'm saying. So I'm super excited about this conference. Going to the React 19 conference and seeing it and seeing the camaraderie, the community, everything and going, yeah, y'all, let's do it. Come on here. We're going to do it. We we are going to do this up. We are going to put on a show, something you will never forget. And we are going to give you an education that you can put into play day one when you come home without it being overwhelming. There's so much to learn in natural medicine. You ain't going to learn it in one conference. There's so much to learn in natural medicine. You ain't going to learn it in uh, one year. I've been at it 25 years, folks, at the pace I race at. And I still have so much to learn. How wonderful is that? So what's the best way to do it and put it all together? One step at a time, build your house brick by brick, one brick at a time. You learn this, you put this into play. Let's put another brick on top of that. You put that together, let's put another brick. Pretty soon you look back and you've put together 60, 70, 90 great days and you're feeling way better and you go, oh my God, I'm feeling better. What else is out there that I didn't know? And now you got something that's amazing. You stepped into something that I've been talking about for a long time. Stop being a patient and start being a student. What's the main difference between a patient and a student? Let me tell you, energy of words. And here we go. Students ask good questions. Students don't ask questions because they're afraid of something and just want someone to reassure them. Students ask good questions, questions of wanting to know so that they can be independent and not need the person they're going to, the doctor. And the best doctors go, that's exactly what I want you to do. I definitely want you to become someone who doesn't need me. I definitely want you to become someone who's confident and knows what they're doing. I definitely want you to become someone who can now take care of themselves and everyone that you love too. You see, that's what's in my heart. So me and my son drove out. It was awesome. You know, all that father-son time. That's why I love driving too. All that, my son, I'm so, I'm so grateful for him that he would even, that he even cares to come and stuff like that. You know, it's always just, yeah, dad, let's go. Let's go do it. You know, it's, just, it's that great thing, you know, and that's why I, I feel so much for Ernest because he don't get to do that no more. You know, and that's what you got to keep in mind. You got to keep that love and that compassion in mind. Because there's no reason for him to keep doing all the stuff that he's doing. He's doing this because he loves helping people 
because he wants no one to go through what he has to go through every day, the hell he has to live through every day. Because Junior was his life, y'all. his life. And I have an episode of, Ener- of uh, Energetic Health Radio where I interviewed Ernest. It's definitely something worth listening to. It was one of, it was one of my favorite episodes that we've recorded so far because it was just entirely from the heart, entirely from the heart. So we get to these places, we start talking about these energy of these words, right? And last week I was talking with you about um, how I was teaching wrong. I was teaching the four, I was teaching these four things that we all have to consider doing. We have to give that consideration to, I was teaching them as challenges and I was teaching it wrong. They're not challenges, they're opportunities. You see, and the word, the words change, the energy changes, the words change and the energy changes. If I say, take no offense, speak truth, be selfless, remain humble. And that these are challenges. Now it's like, whoa, I got to get myself ready. Oh, I'm going to have to tackle these every day. And there's going to be some days I'm going to mess this up. Right. But if I say it differently and I change the energy of that and I say, these are opportunities. Well, hey, who doesn't love an opportunity? I love opportunities. I got an opportunity. I got an opportunity. I got an opportunity to take no offense. Believe me, I had some, I'm not going to tell you what was going on behind the scenes all all over the place, but I had some opportunities behind the scenes to take no offense. Those people, of course, remain nameless and I love them anyway, right? But I took it as an opportunity to take no offense. And guess what happened? It didn't ruin my day, not one iota. It was just like, all right, man, that's cool. I had opportunities to speak truth. And I got jumped on that stage and I, and I spoke that truth about how all this traces back to Nazi Germany. And I spoke that truth about if you say no to the damn shots moving forward for the rest of your life, with men, which many of you have already said, you've just taken away a major delivery system for their bioweapons. If you then take that next step and you gravity distill your water and then, excuse me, gravity filter your water in stage one, and then purify that water in stage three with a steam distiller, you now clean all of the crap and all of the memory, all the negative memory off of that water. That water is now a clean slate. And now you can structure that water so that when you drink that sweet, delicious, clean, purified water, the way God intended us to have it, now what you get is the ability for your cells to improve their communication. Because yes, water is not just a carrier fluid. Water is so much more than that. Water is a communicator. It is a bringer of life. Water is life. And it's got to be clean if we're going to have a good life. So I spoke that truth, right? And I did so to the best of my ability while remaining humble and being selfless because that's what God asked me to do. And that's all he asked me to do. I think I can come through on that. You feeling me? This energy of these words. All I did was change challenge to opportunity and everything shifted. 
Now, every time I come in contact with somebody and they believe there's plenty of opportunities, there's plenty of opportunities to take no offense. Now, every time I come into contact with somebody, instead of me getting upset and it's stewing with me for, you know, as I replay the event and what I wish I would have said, or if I did say something cool and trying to give myself a little ego tug right there, nonsense, right? Now, instead of all that, you know what it is? It's in the moment. Oh, this is oh, I get it. This is just an opportunity for me to take no offense. And it puts a smile on my face. I laugh about it now. I'm like, oh, I get it. This is just another opportunity for me to take no offense. <laughs> hey, okay, cool. Right? Doesn't mean I'm not going to defend myself if somebody come the wrong way at me. <laughs> you know? Because <Huh. laughs> that's not taking offense. Right? That's not taking no offense. That's, that's allowing yourself to be beat up. I'm like, that ain't happening. Right. But I already know that's not happening. So I don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. All I got to do is make sure that I'm in control of what I can control. What can I control? Me. Take no offense. It's an opportunity. Put such a big smile on my face. It's like now I feel like I'm doing God's work. I feel like it took me a year and a half to get to where God needed me to be. But now I'm here at the starting line, finally. Wish I would have been there a little bit early, but, you know, I'm sure God's like, bruh, the whole point is getting there. Right. I can feel that. So I'm going to share with you in the next segment, everybody, some words, some words that I don't think you knew what they meant. Because I think when you find out what these words mean, you're going to find out that these folks, these psychopaths, they actually telling the truth. They actually being very clear with what their intentions are and what they're going to do. And so it's for us. When somebody shows us who they are, it's for us to believe them the first time. When you tell me you don't believe in God, when you tell me you think you're a God, when you tell me God doesn't exist, I believe you. I believe that's what you believe. And now I know exactly who you are. You're not my kind of person. And I'm okay with that because this is an opportunity for me to take no offense. All right, we'll be right back with more Looking for Healing Radio right after these messages. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. All right, everybody, welcome back to Looking for Healing Radio. Oh, man, uh, I hope you're having fun with me right now. And I hope we've kind of, you know, we, I, I have I have some times where I pick up the pace. I, I got this. I feel like I got an echo in here. I hope it's coming across and sounding really good. So I'm going to talk a little bit more subdued. We go. I'm going to see if I can put on my Barry White. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can put on my Marvin Gaye voice with you. And everything, you know, that Marvin Gaye, when uh, when he sang some of his songs, that he would actually uh, have a couch brought into the studio um, to sing the song while laying down. 
because he realized when he laid down, it changed his vibe. It put him more in a parasympathetic state, but it also helped him put into that the mood that he wanted um, to convey that genius, right? Just absolute genius. Brother was a genius. I remember where I was when we got word that he had been uh, that that he had been shot by his father. That was a sad thing because his dad didn't mean to do it. I know his dad didn't mean to do that. That was a sad one. But um, anyway, um, and 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 thank you, Marvin, for all that wonderful music. It was beautiful. I mean, I, I still I hope you still enjoy it too. One of my favorites is uh, Motown's "I Want You," the with the Funk Brothers on the. Uh, on the drums for it. It's a, it's a, it's not a classical track of, I want you. It's more of one of the, the stacks on it, but it's, it's beautiful. If you get to hear it, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. It's on his re-release one anyway. Um, so we get into the energy of these words. Okay. And we're beings of light. We've got to be knowing what the energy of these words are. Why? Because there's some crazy stuff in the world. And one of the crazy things in the world is Luciferianism. Luciferianism is um, is practiced by a lot of people in this world, even though they they don't admit it. Um, some do it consciously, some do it unconsciously. But it's a little bit different than Satanism. But it's 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 whacked out. It's whacked out. Luciferianism believes that they have a right to dominion, and this is their wording. They have a right to dominion over everyone who gives them that right. And so what they are is they're the ultimate tricksters. They're the ultimate illusion makers, Luciferians are. They're the ultimate liars because their belief system is they can't forcibly or don't like to forcibly take control over anyone. You have to surrender dominion to them. And when you surrender dominion to them, they can now do with you as they will. And they can do with your, to your spirit what they will. So it's kind of crazy, right? It's crazy thoughts, okay? These are crazy belief systems. And yeah, I'm okay with calling them crazy. I ain't scared of Lucifer. I'm rolling with God, right? What's interesting is that they construct all these illusions of believing COVID is one of their constructs, right? Um, they, they create these constructs. Um, because people give themselves to them. So everybody that got the shot, for example, even though they were lied to, they got the damn shots. They're like, thank you. You just gave me dominion over you. That's how a Luciferian would think. And the Luciferian would think that way because they'd say, I told you everything you really needed to know. I may not have told you honestly, but it was out there. So if you didn't do your own homework, if you didn't do your own reading, if you didn't trust yourself, that's your fault. It doesn't change the fact that you've given yourself to me and that I now hold dominion over you, right? It's some crazy stuff, y'all, right? It's some crazy. I mean, when you get down to it, it's like, man, that's how you spend in your existence doing that? Wow, you are whacked out. Well, there's some words I want to share with you. And I just did this thing on Twitter today because I was like, you know, I had, I'd been thinking about how they're using the word engineering all the time. And it gets me upset because I actually, I act my first degree is in engineering. I'm a mechanical engineer by, by education. And then I became a data engineer after that. Um, and then I realized what they were really doing and I bounced, you know, I kept the education, the thought process, but not for making war on good people, but for making war on other folks. So, so when we talk about um, we talk about these things, you know, you, you'll see them using the words like um, social engineering, right? And genetic engineering, right? 
and geoengineering, right? They keep using this word engineering. Um, so what I wanted to do was say, look, let's go actually to the word. I don't care what the definition is, all right? I care what the etymology of the word is, okay? And, and very, very important, okay? Very, very, very important that you get into the etymology of things because and the etymology is where you get the energy of the word. You see, definitions will change. The Luciferians will change the definitions of word to fit, to fit the uh, time period or whatever they're trying, whatever you know, illusion they're trying to cast. All right, yeah, and I use the word cast very, very deliberately. They are casting spells. Make no mistake about it. What do you think spells have always been? The incantation and the use of words in sequences to create an effect. That's a spell casting. Okay. So I want to read to you because I always, when I go and I look at etymology, it's one of my crazy fun things to do. Whenever I go look at etymology, um, which is the origin of the word, I always like to get down to the oldest meaning of it because the oldest meaning gives you the true energy of that word. So in this case, engineering, right? We're talking about social engineering and genetic engineering and geoengineering and all the engineering that they're doing. Well, what you might be surprised to learn is that engineer, the oldest that I could find was a constructor of military engines. So you have this military thing in here. An engineer, an architect, a maker of war engines, a schemer. That comes from 12th century. Now, when you get into that, right, you go, wait a minute. So engineer really has an has energy of war and scheming. Well, you get into an engineer as a verb, and you get into the late 14th century, around the 1300s, right? What you see is that it means to contrive or construct. Okay, that's not so crazy. But it also means to seduce, trick, and deceive. And lastly, put to torture. That's what an engineer is. Well, that's kind of crazy, right? We use those words. Now, I've told you in the past, and I'll tell you again, when you look at the word patient, right? Because this, this always threw me off, folks. Doctor, the word doctor comes from the Latin root dossiere. It means to teach. The energy of the word of a doctor is a teacher. The energy of a doctor is a teacher. So a teacher should have a student, right? Shouldn't it be a doctor-student relationship? Isn't that the correct way it should be? But no, it's a doctor-patient relationship. So I go and I look at the etymology of the word patient. And I go, what's the energy of that word? The energy of that word, patient, is he who endures suffering and misfortune. Let me say it to you again, because it's very important. A patient is he who suffers and endures misfortune. A doctor is a teacher. So why would a doctor have a relationship 
with a patient, someone who suffers and endures misfortune unless that doctor was in the business of, in, of inflicting suffering and misfortune. Can I get an amen? Are you with me yet? Can I get an amen? Are you with me yet? Can I get an amen? Well, now you have a situation where you go, well, what does student mean? Because a doctor is a teacher. That means he should have a student. What's the energy of the word student? The energy of the word student is he who aspires and strives. He who cultivates. Well, yeah, that cultivates knowledge, cultivates wisdom. A doctor is a teacher offering wisdom. A student is striving and aspiring to collect and cultivate that wisdom. It should be a doctor-student relationship, not a doctor-patient relationship. But you notice they're not calling themselves really doctors. They'll say it by name because it's a status symbol, right? But on their insurance forms, they don't call themselves doctors. They call themselves providers. Well, what's the etymology of the word provider? The etymology of the word provider is supplier. So you reduced yourself from a teacher to a supplier. Nah, man, you'll never hear me refer to myself as a provider ever. You'll never hear me refer to myself as a as anything other than a doctor because dossiere teacher, and you'll never hear me say that I take patients. I've been very clear with everybody. I no longer take patients. I'll never take another patient in my life. I'll take as many students as I can get though because I understand the energy of these words. Doctor, teacher, that's good energy. That's being of light energy. Student, one who strives and aspires. That's being of light energy. You got it. We're now in God's divine light. Let's do this. But a patient, a patient is one who suffers and endures misfortune. I'm not taking on anybody like that. You're going to work with me. You are not going to endure misfortune. You're going to work with me. You are not going to suffer. It's not a necessary part of your evolution. It's just the one that's most commonly traveled. So you go a little bit deeper into all this. You get a little deeper into this and you go, you know, what's really throwing me off right now is why they are celebrating victimhood, why they are getting people to celebrate being a victim. What is the energy of that word? Why is everything and everybody a victim? Oh, oh my God. Uh you had to stay at that red light an extra three seconds because somebody didn't know whether to make a left or right-hand turn, you are victimized. In fact, I'll even say you're triggered. Well, gee, I wonder where that came from. Triggered. You're alluding to another gun concept right there, aren't you? Let's look back at victim though. So victim, remember what I said, when you look up etymology, go to the oldest known meaning the energy of that word. This is late 15th century. Victim, quote, living creature killed and offered as a sacrifice to a deity or supernatural power or in the performance of a religious rite, unquote. 
Let me say it to you again. A victim, a living creature killed and offered as a sacrifice. Starting to sound pretty Luciferian, isn't it? Killed and offered as a sacrifice to a deity or supernatural power or in the performance of a religious rite. Go and watch Sherlock Holmes. Go and watch the the Sherlock Holmes from a few years ago, the first and the second one with Robert Downey Jr. You want to see what's going on? Go watch those. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of information in there about Baphomet and the four orders and all this other nonsense. There's a lot of stuff in there, folks. Go and check it out. Here's another quote for victim, the etymology, right? The energy of this word, a sacrificial animal or person who is killed as a sacrifice. So I tell people point blank, don't ever be a patient. Don't ever be someone who suffers and endures misfortune, because if you are that low energy, it's going to put you in a state of becoming a victim. Someone who is sacrificed, killed as a sacrifice to appease a deity. Now, I don't know where y'all come from. God I love doesn't need that. God I love is about birth and creation, not about needing a sacrifice of a human being to him. That sounds like some stuff that was going on in Egypt. That sounds like some stuff that was going on in Delkiokan, in Aztecs, right? That sounds like some stuff that was going on in the Mayans. That sounds like some stuff that was going on a while back. Go watch Mel Gibson's Apocalypto. Some of these folks in Hollywood are trying to tell you what is going on. You've got to have the courage to believe them. And then we end on a good note because I want to give you the most powerful incantation ever spoken in human history. The most powerful incantation involves the word love. And what is love? What is love? I love you, right? to cherish, to delight in, to feel deeply for, to have passionate attachment to. Folks, there's never been a more powerful phrase ever than I love you. That's why I take exception when people use it mindlessly and say, I love you, I love you. No. You say that with feeling and with meaning. You don't just say it to say it. That's a powerful word. It is our most powerful three words in our language. I love you. You are saying, I cherish you. You are saying, I delight in you. You are saying, I approve of you. You are saying, I have a passionate attachment to you that if you are no longer here, my life is forever worsened, that my light is dimmed but it is brilliant when I think of you. That's why we love love music so much. That's why we love listening to it because it's a repetition of that spell casting 
when love music is in it. And it's why they don't want love mentioned in music anymore. You have to go back to the 70s and 80s, early 80s to really get into love music. And of course, before that, to really get into love music. So make sure you listen to some of that love music. I talk about it all the time. I was telling you about Marvin Gaye. Go listen to that love music. Because it has the power to heal. All right, folks. Well, I think that, well, let me leave it here. I'm going to tell you my favorite thing to say every day. All right. My favorite thing to say, my absolute favorite thing to say, I'd say it every morning, right? Before I get pinballing around. In my prayer, at the end of one of my prayers that I, I go through, I say, I love you, Father. Of course, referring to God. I love you, Father. And I don't move past that statement until I feel that genuine connection of love for God. It's my favorite thing to do every morning. I love you, Father. And then pause and wait to feel it and feel the love coming back into me as well. And that's how easy it is to access that love energy and carry it with you throughout your day. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. There's energy in words. There's magic in words. Let's start using that magic for the betterment of all. All right, healers. Well, remember the only medicine is natural medicine because natural medicine first does no harm. There's so much we have to unlearn and I'm so grateful to be unlearning it with you. Something filled with love, with logic and with light, right? Because we are beings of light. So we have to remember to look within first. I say to you, may God shine his divine light down upon us all, everyone we love and surround us in the protection of his warm and healing embrace. I'm Dr. Henry Ely, founder of the Energetic Health Institute. Make sure you tune into Looking for Healing Radio every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific for more Looking for Healing Radio with all of my healing homies. And until we meet again, I say to you, aloha and adios. Thank you.